0: many of the time Christians fall or fail in life and they wonder why this cycle seems like a non-ending cycle, why these things keep happening to them. In this message today we're going to see why certain habits are unhealthy for you or certain things are not for you as a child of God. If you'd listen to this voice, how that the Lord would save you from great disaster. Praise God. Well, believer, thank you for joining us for the service today. Today we're going to talk about playing with fire. Playing with fire, we're going to be looking at why many Christians fail and fall, you know, Many Christians fail and fall because they play with fire, or they play too close to the fire, you see. What do I mean by playing with fire? There are things that you as a Christian shouldn't do. There are some things that the Lord made sure that you know, as a believer, you shouldn't be doing. Praise God. Remember, you are a Christian, you are a believer in Christ, so your walk should always be different. There will always be a difference. If we go to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the Bible tells us, Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It says, Change the way you think. Change the way you think. You are not like them, he says. Then you'll be able to test and approve. What God's will is. His good, pleasing and perfect will is. So it might be keeping you from the will of God, you see. But what is important, he says, do not conform to the patterns of this world. That means the world has its patterns. And you as a believer, you shouldn't conform to them. Many believers play around fire. They say to themselves, well, I'm not doing it to that extent. You know I'm, I'm I'm just going to be this much. I'm not going to go that far. but you see, the problem is, don't even go there. That's the whole point. You shouldn't even go there. If you go to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter four, and we start reading from verse 14, the Bible says, do, don't do as the wicked do." And don't follow the path of evildoers. Verse 15, and this is where I want you to pay attention. He says, don't even think about. Don't go that way. Turn away and keep moving. That's the New Living Translation version. The NIV, I believe, he says, avoid it. Do not pass by it. Turn away from it and pass on. He says, don't even entertain it. Move away from it. Get away from it. You know, there are things that are fire for you. They can burn you. But we entertain these things. And before long, we fall. And you find yourself now repenting and asking the Lord to forgive all the things. If only you had not entertained these things. The Lord told us, he says... Don't even think about it. it. says, turn away from it and keep moving. That means don't stop to observe and to analyze. Many have fallen because they said, well, I, I won't reach to that level. You know, I won't get to where so-and-so got. I'm just going to do this much. You know, you look at the way Christians are, Behaving in their relationships, you wonder, are you really Christians? You know, especially for those who are not yet married, you see. And even for the married, you know. Most of the advice they are getting are not godly advice. Praise God. They are not godly advice. But well, just because it was advice, they took it anyway. If you go on to the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. From verse 7, for example, the Bible tells us there's a time to talk, you know, there's a time to be silent. The Bible says there's a time to tear and a time to mend. There's a time to be silent and a time to speak. Must you tell everyone everything, even though they are Christian brothers and sisters? There's some things the Lord has told you and has told you not to tell anyone. What you went on and tell. You went on to tell. Let us analyze the life of a great man. Who fell because of some of these things. Praise God. He just wouldn't stop playing with the fire. If you analyze Judges chapter 16. See the story of Samson. He put himself in a condition where he was playing with fire. You see. Why? He got into a relationship that was not healthy for him. That was not healthy for him. See there are things the Lord told him not to say. He did what he was told not to do, but he didn't follow the fact that he was told not to play around it. The Lord said that he should not cut his hair. But he got himself into a situation that prepared his fall. You see? The relationship he got into, if you read throughout the book of Judges, chapter 16. It says, when he got together with Delilah, Delilah began pestering to find out. What is the source of your strength? See, that was already a red flag. That was a red flag. Well, if she asked only one time, just for the sake of knowledge, well, that, that would have been something else, you see. But the Bible shows us that she kept asking and trying out what Samson was actually telling her. And she didn't do it once, she didn't do it twice, she didn't do it three times. And every time, she did exactly what Samson told her not to do because it would take away his strength. Now, before we continue on there, I want you to go to the book of Proverbs. Chapter 1, verse 15, Bible says, do not walk my son, in the way with them. See, there are some people you have to disassociate yourself from. Because all they will bring is trouble. Praise God. All they will bring is trouble. So the Lord says, stay away from them. Samson should have known better, you see. But he insisted, he entertained what he was not supposed to entertain. Too many times we are too nice with things and people that we shouldn't. See, the Lord told you about that relationship, you see, but you're not listening. The Lord told you about this business, but you're not listening. The Lord told you about a certain way, a certain walk, but you're not listening. And that is, you're preparing your own fall. you're playing with fire, or rather you're playing too close to the fire. Brothers and sisters, learn to say no, you see. Samson had all the red flags. She did exactly what Samson said not to do to him. She did exactly that, but still he stayed in that relationship. See, the Bible says something. The Bible says it happened to them so that it may serve us as lessons. And actually, that's why the Bible is written down anyway, you see. It's for you to learn what happened to them so that it doesn't happen to you. Praise God. Romans chapter 16. Starting from verse 17, the Bible says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who cause division. It says, watch out for those who cause division and put obstacles in your way that are contrary to the teaching you have learned. Keep away from them, from who? Such kind of people. Brothers and sisters, there are some people you'll have to lay off. Cut them out of your life. They are bad influence and you know it. You have to take them away. Praise God. Some may not necessarily be um, um, leading you to do anything uh, sinful, you see. But they might be just great wasters of your time. Great wasters of your resources. Great wasters. And you're not letting them go. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs that a waster is brother to the destroyer. Every time you meet up with this one, you have to spend. It has negative influence. Before long, now you are praying to God about your financial situation, you see. It is time to let them go, to cut them out, you see. Some of you, the way you talk, the way you talk is a problem. And you'll find out you talk that way because of the people you surround yourself with. Remember, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You might be talking that way because of the people you surround yourself with. That means they are feeding you. Before long, you are talking like them because you are full of what they are full of. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 16. Praise God. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, uh, 16. The Bible says, But avoid worldly and empty chatter. It says, avoid worldly and empty chatter. That means talk. For it will lead to further ungodliness. He says, that already is ungodly, but it will lead to further ungodliness. Brothers and sisters, don't play around with fire. Or don't play close to the fire, you see. Now it's interesting that some of the jokes today have to be dirty jokes. But you see, that's the problem. Why do these jokes have to be dirty for them to be funny? Most of the time, the people you sit around with, I hate this one, I don't like that one, I hate this one. Before long, you have the same speech in your mouth you hate. Remember, as a man thinketh, so is he. The way you think tells us something about who you really are, the way you are. You know, you sit with proudful people, you will become a proudful person. You know, you sit with people who think, you know what, I should be respected here. I should be taken, you know, seriously. Who are these others? You sit long enough with such people, you will become one of them. You sit long enough with hot tempered people, you become one of them. And that's why the Bible says, avoid such people. Remember Proverbs chapter 4. Verse 15 says, don't even look at them. Don't even look at these kind of things. Don't entertain them. Walk away. Praise God. Don't play with fire. There are things the Lord has told you to do that are for you, not for everyone. Just because everyone, everyone is not doing it doesn't mean anything. You see, he told you to do it. He didn't tell them to do it. So if they don't do it, they are okay. But if you don't do it, you're in trouble, you see. And there are those things he has told you not to do that others may be doing. Praise God. And this is the second point. Why many Christians fail? Because they do what is popular and common rather than what has been commanded. Matthew chapter 15, verse 3. Matthew chapter 15, verse 3. The Bible says, And he answered and said to them, Why do you yourself transgress the commandments of God for the sake of your tradition? You see, their traditions say that they should do this. But it says, while doing that, you are transgressing the commandments of God. How many of you do things because it is custom there? Because this is how they do things here. This is how people think here. And that's what the Lord is trying to warn you from today, praise God. Just because they are doing it doesn't mean it's right. Just because God hasn't said anything to them, even though they've been doing it for long, does not make it right, you see. He's told you not to do it. Let us analyze a case in the book of Genesis, Genesis chapter 19. Genesis chapter 19, we're going to start from verse 23. Now just a context before we go on to read. At this point, Lord and his wife had been told by the Lord through the angels that God was about to destroy the city, you see. And he had told them, hey, you know what? Leave the place right now. Take your stuff and get out of the place. But he had told them, whatever happens, don't look back. Don't turn back and look back whatever happens. Whatever you hear, whatever goes on, don't turn back. As he told them, don't turn back. Praise God. Now let us read from verse 23. It says, By the time Lot reached Zoar, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of heaven. Thus, he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, destroying all those living in the cities and also the vegetation in the land. Now look at verse 26. But Lot's wife looked back and she turned. She became a pillar of salt, you see. She was told not to look back, but she did. But this is the interesting point. Let's start from verse 27. Look at it. He says, early the next morning, Abraham got up and turned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. Verse 28, he looked down at Sodom. He said he looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah, towards all the land of the plain. The same place Lot's wife was told not to look at. When Abraham looked, nothing happened to him. But you see, when Lot was fleeing, he was told not to do it. The instruction was not for Abraham. The instruction was for Lot and his wife and his family, you see. They were told, don't look back. But to Abraham, the Lord had not told him anything like that. Verse 28 says, He looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah, towards all the land of the plain, and he saw dense smoke rising from the land, like smoke from a furnace. 29, So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham. And he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. You see? So the same, the same place. The same place, but one was given an instruction not to do something, while the Lord didn't tell the other one anything. When Lot's wife turned, she became a pillar of salt. Some of you, because you are following tradition so much, you destroyed God's plan. Because you are following what people are doing there, because you are following the patterns of this world, like the book of Romans tells us. You have destroyed God's plan in your life. Remember again I told you, just because the Lord is silent with what people are doing, doesn't mean he agrees with what people are doing. No, no. He's just silent about it. He doesn't agree, but he's silent, you see. And to you, remember, you are a child of God. Or at least if you're here, you're born again. If you're listening to this word, you're born again. You're a child of God, you see. And for you there is a walk. There's a walk. We call Jesus Lord. Then that means he decides what you should do and what you shouldn't do. And what good's for you and what's good for you and what's not good for you, you see. There's a Christian life. There's a walk that we have to walk. Paul says work out your salvation. He says work out your salvation. The same Paul says, I discipline my body that it may do what it should do. That means there are things my body may crave, but I'll not let it do it. Praise God. So just because everybody's going out partying in a certain way doesn't mean you should go. See, the Lord may not do anything to them. Doesn't mean that it's okay. But remember, you're a child of God. I've never seen or heard anywhere, you know, that, uh, you know, the devil threw a party and a few angels came and said, Hey, you know what, we we just wanted to remember the good times we had together before you were thrown out. That will never happen. Jesus has never gone to a party where, uh, you know, the, the, the devil threw the party, you know. Well, you know, I just wanted to remember the good old days. There's nothing like that. What does darkness have in common with light? Nothing. Praise God. There are things that you've been told not to do. And that's the fire I'm talking about. Stay away from it. Don't entertain them. Some of you, God is trying to tell you to let go of that relationship. Maybe a business partner. Maybe an associate. Let go, but you see, you're entertaining. You know, you know that you ought to let go, but you're not letting go. Some is actually to be doing something. You know what you ought to be doing, but you're not doing it. You see, Jesus said something, he said, if your hand causes you to sin, he said, chop it off. For it is better to go to heaven with one hand than go to hell with both hands. Well, because we know the story of the glorious bodies that we're going to receive. He knew that, you know, he, he's not talking about if you chop this physical land, you'll go to heaven with one hand. What he meant to say was, there are some things, even though they will be costly, you have to separate yourself from them. It is better to live a life apart from them, even though it will be costly than to live a life with them that will ruin you. That's what he meant to say, you see. For example, First Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18. The Bible says, flee from immorality. Flee, he says. Flee. He doesn't say walk. Flee. But there are some who walk, you know. And say, well, nah, it's not that bad. I mean, you know, I mean, I, we, we're not doing anything serious. You know, it's just a slight... Back here on, and there. You know, it's, it's nothing. That's the thing he's told. He's told you to flee from it. Flee. He told you to run because he knows it. He knows how hard it is. Remember Jesus Christ. The Bible says he was tempted like any one of us. And that's why he's our high priest. A merciful high priest. Because he was as human as we are. And he was tempted just like us. Yet without sin. And so he, he says to flee from it. He knows how dangerous it is, you see. Run away. What are the things that the Lord has told you not to do, but you're still entertaining? You may not be doing them directly, but you see you're playing around them. And you're trying to convince your mind that you're not as bad off as those who are actually in it fully. You know, with both feet in, like we say. The Lord is telling you today, don't play around fire. Don't play with fire. There's a saying that uh, fire is a good servant, but a bad master. Don't play around with fire. What are the things that the Lord has told you to do that you're not doing? You ought, you ought to do them for your own sake, you see. Bible tells us that Saul lost kingship because he was told to do things that he didn't do. One of the things he was told to do was wait, and he didn't wait. Some of you, the Lord told you to wait, but you're not listening, you see. Brothers and sisters, if the Lord is telling you this tonight, if the Lord is telling you this this morning, if the Lord is telling you this throughout the day, wherever it is that you're listening to us from, it is because of the love He has for you. And He's telling you don't play around fire. Don't play with fire. Don't play close to the fire. For it might destroy Praise God. Finally, Isaiah chapter one, verse nineteen, he says, "If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best of the land." It says the good of the land. If you are willing and obedient, if you'll cut out those habits that you're still entertaining, if you'll cut out those friends and those people, those influences that you're still entertaining, if you'd stop certain things he has told you to stop, even though he may not have told others, but he has told you to stop through his spirit, through his voice, you know. If you do the things he has called you to do, says you'll eat the best of the land. He has good... Things planned for you. He has your best interest at heart. But you have to let go of what he's telling you to let go. And you have to start doing what he's telling you to do. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. If you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. And do what I command you today. I will set you high above all the nations of the world. Says that will be his job to set you high. The more obedient you are, the more he sets you high. The more you do the things he's telling you, the more he sets you high. Praise God. How I pray that you hear his voice today. Don't play with fire. Hallelujah. you're listening to this podcast and you've never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you this opportunity. The Bible says that who can overcome the world? Only him who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of the Living God. I'd like you to pray with me that you may be part of this family. I want you to say, Heavenly Father, I recognize that I'm a sinner. But I thank you that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I repent of my sins today. And I receive you, Jesus Christ, as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I am now born again, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, believer, if you've prayed that prayer with us, according to the Bible, you are born again. That means in John chapter 1, verse 12, you have received the right to become a child of God. Now that you are a child of God, we'd encourage you to get a Bible and read more about the one whom you have believed in, who is Jesus Christ. And we'd encourage you also to be part of um, a Bible-based church, a church that believes in the Bible and preaches the Bible. If you can find a church around you or near you, you may follow us through the link below. Thank you and God bless you.